Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. We are so glad you're here joining us this morning. You can always get in touch with us at 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250 if you got any questions or comments. And last week was the Bushless show. This week, Danny is here. So he's Danny Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. Ryan Horvath on the boards. And, uh, well, anyway, welcome. We come, Oh, by the way, we do come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed. And we do get a little crazy on the crazy train. No, this is all recorded. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is the yeah. Dodger game over yet? <laughs> yeah, 18 innings. You know, Can I you stayed up that? and watched that garbage, which is ridiculous. You stayed up for the whole thing? And you're a sports talk guy. It's your job. No, no, no. Don't Not because I'm a sports talk guy. Because I'm a degenerate gambler. <laughs> oh, wow. So, <laughs> how, did your, how did your degener, g- degeneratism, is that a word? That'd yeah. be a good one. It's I think. 6 a.m. It's all did, a word, How did baby. your g- degeneratism, yeah. that's an adjective to that describe my good. life, I think. Um, <laughs> how did it do. work out for you last night? It actually hasn't went really good the whole series. So, I took, uh, I always take the big underdogs in the World Series, man, because these, these lines have been insane. Uh, the first two games... The Red Sox were just heavy favorites, so I took the Dodgers. I was like, man, Kershaw plus 175, okay. And he's out of the game by the, like, the fourth inning. And then I take the Dodgers game two, thinking they're going to tie it up. Doesn't happen. <laughs> so last night I take the Red Sox. I'm like, this series is over. You know what I'm saying? And, the, and they're, and they're leading. Three. Yeah, they're leading two to one. I actually wrote in the update, uh, World Series game three. Red Sox take a 3-0 lead in Los Angeles with a 2-1 win. There's one out. I turn my TV, and just all hell breaks loose. And the Dodgers end up oh. winning that game. Hmm. And I end up staying up for the whole thing. So it what? ended at like 2.40. Oh, my God. So you had to stay yeah. up, lose sleep, just to see that you lost money? Yes. I would have rather went to bed and find out in the morning. Yeah, usually <laughs> I go that way, too. But I really wanted this W oh. heading into college football Saturday. <sighs> you know, that's how people, you know, kind of de- now you're going to try and bail yourself out on the football today. And then you just dig mm-hmm. a deeper and deeper hole. Yes. Next oh. thing you know, I'll be at some stoplight, and you're, you'll be holding a cardboard sign down here somewhere <laughs> yeah. as I'm taking a left, yes. and I'll have to pull a quarter out and throw it in your can. Dude. Exactly. <laughs> Please, sir. <laughs> 
I, it'll be hard to recognize you because of the unkempt appearance with the beard. I have the beard, yeah. And uh, at least put on an old army jacket so we'll think you're an ex, you know, Vietnam I'll, vet or something. That'll garner some more, you know, empathy. I'll have my own Letterman jacket on. There you go. 2004 <laughs> on the back. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Oh man! Oh man! Yeah, there, but well, for the grace of God, go I. Well, Danny, don't drag me yeah. down in your private hell. Yeah. <laughs> you but, too, Tom. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? All you, all you gamblers. <laughs> vice. Yep. No, I don't gamble. Well, I well, I you mean, got I don't. Married. I don't. That's sport, a big one. I don't sports bet anymore. I don't do that anymore. Mm. So, what do you gamble on? Well, I just go to Potawatomi and play some slots on Tuesdays. <laughs> on Senior Tuesdays. Oh, that's not gambling. That's no. just Okay, man, on Senior out. Tuesday, what do they give you? Watered-down drinks and let you park in the handicap section up front? No, they give, they give you free money to play with. What? Yeah, and then you have really? a They give you free then, money because you're old? Yeah, I was yeah, say. And then oh, you, you got to be for this free money. 55. Because I'm on my way. Wow. 55. I'm in. Yeah. Do you have to show ID? Plus, well, well, plus, not only do you get free money when you just show up on Senior Tuesday, you get it twice a month, actually, but then you get a chance of getting more free money when you spin the wheel at the kiosk. Money for nothing? And, and, and the chicks are free. free. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> hey, we ought to use that song today. Write that down, Ryan. Money for nothing and the chicks are free. No problem. Why is my chair so low? I, I thought this well, was the microphone. why don't you fix it? I can't. Somebody broke it. Well, you got to get off it to, for it to go uh, off. No, you I some money in your gambling to just buy a new oh. chair, but pretty soon you'll um, be sitting on a one-legged stool. Yeah, Danny, you were uh, you were hunting last week. You had a nice weekend for it. No, I didn't. Weather-wise. I, you're, I'm lucky I'm alive, Tom. Why is that? Did You're you, lucky. Did you slip on the tree stand you again? You are lucky, my friend, that this is not. Ah, well, maybe it'd be. Maybe you you'd like it. it this could be the Tom Newbauer show. No, I don't want to do that. Tom again. Newbauer's mm-hmm. cutting no. edge outdoors. No, no. Everybody goes solo eventually. No, no, no. I like it. I like it with two. One Direction did. No, I like it with two. It's One Direction off. did. Yeah, it's taken off for them too. The Nile guy is truly the star. Everybody thought it was going to be Harry. I think Niles the the star. What are you talking about? One Direction. What's uh, that? A street sign? I have no idea what he's talking about. Is that a street sign? Is that a like TV one way show? Only? TV no, show they were like, what's what's that? See, I actually what are you real, talking right about? after the Real Housewives. So or? I didn't really know who they were either. Who's they? Uh, it's a musical group, One Direction. My wife was really into oh. them. They sing that song, uh, "You Don't Know You're Beautiful." You light up my world like. Oh, that, I'm not that was sing a. It. I don't, oh, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. That's such a bubblegum song. They were like the number oh, one sure. heart one. And that's a song group. that took I'm off. Sorry. I, even mm-hmm. the guy, I think I heard him interviewed, he didn't even think that song would take off like it did. Mm-hmm. But I think it struck a chord in all the insecure young teenage girls of the world, and exactly. they just took it to heart, and right. that just became an anthem. Yeah. It became an anthem for all the underdogs of the world. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't listen to that. Well, either do I, but it's oh. well. Okay, but your wife did. Well, if you walk out that door right now, there's three radio station, two radio stations that play music, and you'll hear it on both. That's really? all over the place. Oh. Yeah, One Direction, they're huge. Okay, go, check them out when you get home today. Okay, well, I'm not going to go to one of their concerts. I'm well, sorry, you can't because not... they broke up. Oh well, see, good for me. You wouldn't know which direction to I go. I wouldn't know which direction which... to go. One guy went that way. <laughs> the other guy went that Just way. Just one, baby. Just one direction. It's kind of like when the Beatles split, the split up. Yep. Oh, 
It yeah. is kind of like Damn that. that it's Yoko like, Ono. It's like the modern. <laughs> well, it, it kind of is, though, because they're all like from England or London or wherever. Well, they're all crazy. With those Brits. They're all crazy, yeah, crazy over there. I don't know if I can even say that anymore. Yeah, they're all but, crazy yeah, over there. Yeah, and so they were like the big thing, though. Like chicks were passing out at their concerts and stuff. Like, oh, it's Harry. And just like fainting. And then they broke up. And so it is similar to the Beatles, except for they're not, you know, they don't have just classics like the Beatles. Like, I'm not going to drive home and listen to One Direction. No. No. No, no you no. don't want to do that. <laughs> No, I, no. you know. Uh-uh. Did they have any songs if you play it backwards, the other guy's dead in there? No, like, you, you know what's crazy? Like, Strawberry Fields, every time I hear that song, still to this day, there's a new verse that I've never heard of. <laughs> Strawberry Fields Forever. Yeah, I was listening to Coast to Coast last night as I was laying in bed Ooh. at 2 o'clock, and they, they let in with that. With Strawberry Fields? Yeah, was it? I thought it was Strawberry Fields. It was one of them. It was back in their in in their later latter drug induced, drug, yeah. you know, sixties late sixties era Krishna. kind of stuff. stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I never understood why John Lennon settled for Yoko Ono. By the way, yeah, really. Well, that's the, one of the great mysteries of life. They were doing some weird stuff, man. That I believe. They like were. some stories came out, and I was like, man, I just didn't really need to know that to tell you no, the truth. I'll yeah. tell you guys this one. And I'll thank you for not sharing yeah. either. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to get fired on one of, on my last week. That would have yeah. looked good on the yeah. resume. I figured she was a freak, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. was, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and now she's a very wealthy freak. Yeah. yeah. And he's dead. Yeah, so he's every, dead. every woman's dream. Yeah. Be rich and your husband your husband's dead. Jeez. But. This is going off the rails. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, Okay. This well, is, yeah. What the hell's going on out here? <laughs> Say, who won the two Charlies tournament last week, Tom? What's the report? Mike Kep and his partner. Mike Kep is a is a guide on Pewaukee Lake, and I know he guides other places too, but on Pewaukee Lake and Mostly uh, Pewaukee. Yeah, and uh, I and one of his partner was from Muskie's Inc. and I forget who. They caught. There were nine. Fi- there were seventeen boats. Uh, two per two people per boat. Uh, there were I think there was nine fish caught. I think and uh, Mike Kep and his partner had two. Oh, so okay. uh, uh, they they had a decent turnout. Could have a little bit been been a little bit more, but they had one of those horrendous days. You know, so windy down here. Oh, it it knocked down trees. It was so windy. I don't know how those guys did it. Yeah, they had to really hunker, oh, man. hunker down. I'm sure they were soaking suckers somewhere. Well, you could you you're allowed one rod per. And I got a question for you. The rules say one rod per angler and one sucker per boat. Okay, so if you, if you entered it by yourself, could you still cast with one rod and still have one sucker out? Because, Boy, that's a gosh darn good Because it says question, one Tom. rod per angler and one sucker per boat. Well, you have the one rod years, you know, that you're casting with, but and you do have one sucker per boat. See, I see that's one of those. Believe it or not, I was thinking about that when I went to bed last night. <laughs> I'm thinking, well, could you do that if you just entered it by yourself? You know, I mean, thinking about that right after you were wondering why John Lennon made <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, right. right up there in the top so, of your sleepless. Yeah. So it was a very, very windy day last Saturday. Did you have a lot of wind up where, where you were hunting? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you get blown out of a tree? No, I'll tell a no? story when we come back from right. break. It All was right. even worse than that. Oh, okay. Well, I'll... We'll we'll look forward to that. We'll go to the break early. As a matter of fact, my uh, my son Nick's father in law got out of his tree because it was blowing so hard. He thought the tree was going to come down, 
and it was really swaying. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a real thick tree, and it was swaying. So he got a little nervous and got out of the tree and went into a bigger tree. But anyway, we'll hear Danny's story right here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Stay tuned. I know. I know. You <laughs> want to hear, you want to hear the whole song? There, none is yeah. yeah, this is one of those songs you just lay on the couch yeah. and chill to, man. Yep. <laughs> we are the Midwestern Shooter Supply, cutting edge outdoors. <clears throat> Money for nothing and your chicks for free. Yeah, I wish. Anyway, so Danny, you're up <clears throat> north, Dare Hay. So, anyway, deer hunting in a windy tree stand. I, uh, uh, Drove up Friday and uh, got up late, so I went out and uh, sighted in the old crossbow. That thing's deadly out to 50 yards. Yeah. I mean, oh, my gosh, is that thing. It's unbelievable. So the next morning, there, there were two things. A, I was really, really tired and didn't feel like getting up. I had an exhausting week. And B, it was windy, howling like a son of a gun out there, mm-hmm. like you were just describing. And I thought... I ain't going out this morning. I'll just go out this evening. I thought I'll wait till the wind settles down and go out this evening. So yeah. I got a question okay. for you. Okay, Johnny. I, I might be jumping Glad in every now and then. you raised your hand. Um, what do the deer do when it's that windy like that? Do they hunker down or they're still mo- still moving around or what? Well, I by no means claim to be the expert on it. I will say this. If you are a squirrel hunter, a windy day, you might as well forget it. The squirrels will not be out at all because I think it's because they're nervous. They really can't hear their predators. Right. And I do believe that deer tend to hunker down a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. I, I I think they tend to. Now, they will move during some crappy weather. I have one friend of mine who claims that when there's that crummy weather during the rut that those bucks will be moving maybe to refresh in their scrapes if it's raining as mm-hmm. well but um i i think in general wildlife tend to kind of hunker down uh i was gonna maybe you know try and do some squirrel hunting or pheasant whatever well i that was all forgotten with that howling wind but anyway i went out okay. and i drove way out under this field about a mile out maybe not a mile but you got to go through low two low spots and in a lot of rain, so I thought nothing of it. I put her in four-wheel drive and powered through the two spots, and I went and kind of fixed a few stands. There was one little blind that had gotten blown down, so I tried to resurrect that, and there was another uh, uh, tree tree stand that had a uh, tree that had blown on it, so I went up with my saw and did some work. I looked at the brown trout in the creek. That was kind of oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. So then I thought, well, <clears throat> time to head. I'll... Uh, Maybe go back, get some lunch, and then I'll, I'll go uh, across the road and go do some bow hunting. So, or crossbow hunting. So anyway, I go to flip my truck back into four wheel drive, and it's got the little knob, right? Yeah. It's on the Ford F one fifty. Turn it on, and normally the four WD light displays on your dash, indicating yeah. that it's turned on. Well, that light doesn't display. Uh oh. 
And I thought, well, this thing has so many electrical problems. Sometimes the dome light turns on, sometimes it doesn't. And the brake, emergency brake light pops on sometimes. So I thought, well, maybe it's, you know, it's just the light is burnt out. Mm-hmm. But So I thought, I'll just drive extra fast going through that first mud spot. Well, it almost worked, but it didn't, and I got stuck. Oh, no. So then I spent the next four hours trying to get out. So what I would do is I'd go and get some gravel and try yeah. and put that in the mud in front of the tires. I got some two-by-fours and stuff and rocks, and I would try and back up about a foot, rock back and forth, gun it, and I would maybe gain three, four feet at a crack, and after all these hours, I made it maybe 30 feet, maybe, oh. maybe 20 feet. But the last part, it was just so slick you, I wasn't even sunk in mud, but the top of the, of the ground was so slick that, and my tires were just coated with mud that with two-wheel drive, all it would do was spin. So finally, it's getting close to dark, and I'm like, God dang it. So I have to go and walk to find a farmer, to try and find a farmer to pull me out. Mm-hmm. So this means miles of walking, Tom. So I got to go walking. First, I go walking across the one field, through a marsh, up a big hill, up across the cornfield, go to the one farmhouse, to the one guy who actually does lease and plow that field and and works it, knock on the door, nobody home. Now, it's Saturday night, and one thing I realized, Tom, is every country farmer on Saturday night goes to town for dinner on Saturday night, especially when there's Game 7 of the World Series Brewers (laughs) going on. So then I walk about another uh, mile down the road to another farm and knock on that door. Nobody's home. Then I walk another mile down the road. Nobody home. So then I make the circuit. I've probably walked three, four miles now. I get back to my truck on the field, and I'm thinking, now what do I do? I'm so, going to die here. <laughs> so I, uh, and fortunately, I'm in the best shape of my life right now. Because I was biking 40 miles a, a day this summer. And so the walking, what used to wind me, walking mm-hmm. up hills to different deer stands, I don't even get winded. I walk up and I don't even think about it wow. anymore. I don't even have to stop wow. halfway yeah, up. So yeah. I'm in good shape. Uh, I had a whole case of water with me in the truck. So a lot of times a guy out in the cold, you start cramping up and, it, and getting dehydrated. So I was drinking water steady. So finally, I got this AAA plan, which is the premium plus. So I call AAA. I try and explain the situation. Mm -hmm. So the guy says, okay, well, well, they call back. We can't get a hold of anybody in your area, but we can find someone 30 miles away, but he won't be there till 8 or 9 o'clock. I'm like, okay. Have him call me, so I'll walk out to the road and flag him down with a flashlight, right? 8 o'clock comes nothing. 9 o'clock, nothing. Finally, 9.30, AAA lady calls me back. Hi, we just want to know how your vi- service visit went. I said, well, I'm still on the field, still waiting for me. Oh, okay, let me make a call. So long story short, 11 o'clock at night, and I had to walk a mile and a half out to this road, and the guy oh. pulls up in this big flatbed record truck. I mean, yeah. it's like it's a 17-ton truck. And I said... There ain't no way you're going to drive out there on that field. And then the guy goes, well, AAA just said you're 50 feet off the road. This would be an off, they'll pay for that, but an off-road recovery is big bucks. And 
then I said, well, screw it. I ain't doing that. I'll just go sleep in the truck tonight. And then the guy felt kind of bad. He says, well, maybe I can go in there and help you. And I said, no, don't do it. So anyway, I walked back. I slept in the truck that night. In the moonlight, I had coyotes howling. Uh, I saw a pack of them run across. In fact, there were two bucks. While I got to sit in the truck, I got to see these deer coming out. I saw two big bucks standing, staring, towards, looking towards the marsh, and then they bolted, and sure enough, six coyotes come out. Um, then the next morning, I got to see the coyotes come out. They must have done a circle. I saw them cross the field again. Saw another big buck going across the field. All the while, I'm in my truck, and I'd start it every hour just to try and get warm. I had enough warm clothes. It was 28 degrees, mm -hmm. so it did still suck. So finally, the next morning, I went and uh, found, in fact, I got the picture here, Tom, right here. Remember I showed you this picture of this young gal? It's in Badger Sportsman last year, with young gal with a couple big bucks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. they say out they were hunting on Dan, um, uh, I forget the last name, uh, such and such farm. I think that's their uncle. Well, he's actually the guy who was home when I knocked on the door and super nice guy. He took his tractor, really? took his tractor, <clears throat> and he said, I'm going to put you in neutral. <clears throat> you put her in neutral. He says, oh, he says, and even before we went, he says, I'm taking my tractor. And he got a chain, and he pulled me through the first muddy area and through the second and got me out. And I offered him 100 bucks, and he said, nope, nope. I said, well, I got to give you something, 50, 20. He goes, tell you what, I like bush light. He says, sometime when you get a chance. You know Not where knowing I live. that you're, did he know your name was Bush? No. <laughs> he liked Bush. I said, line. I'm going to okay. drop. I, I said, no problem. So uh, anyway, I, I got out. So anyway, where I'd seen these bucks come out, I thought I'd set up a little portable stand that night. Mm -hmm. Well, that was a dumb thing to do because deer can tell something that ha wasn't there before. Mm -hmm. they, every deer that came out looked directly over and stared and took steps yeah, toward yeah. thinking, what is that blind there on the edge yeah. of the field? That wasn't there before. Yeah. Plus, my wind was going right back up the ridge, and I heard the oh. sons of guns. They were snorting behind me, yeah. and they were coming out about 100 yards away. They were circling me to come out and get to the beans, and then they'd, they'd, they'd look at me for a while, for a long yeah. time. One nice big buck came up and just stared 100 yards away. Rifle, it would have been toast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, even with the crossbow, not going to do it. So... Then I I packed up my bags and and said screw it I'm coming home so that was my oh. I only hunted just that little bit and it really got uh, it really got wrecked but you know spending the night in the truck I'm thinking well you know for for a 60 year old guy I did okay first of all doing all that walking I don't think there's some That's... people my age wouldn't have been able to do that no I wouldn't walking I definitely wouldn't muddy be muddy marshes no. and up hills and I no. putting because again I walked another three miles the next morning just to go find the guy yeah. so i would have called the priest and asked and I, him to uh <laughs> absolve me or something because I'm, I'm dying that night <laughs> not to mention that i hadn't had any food in over 24 oh, hours i goodness. didn't eat anything yeah. so wow what an experience yep but you know what it was fun I had a good time. I was out in the woods. I saw deer. I saw coyotes. I yeah. it was kind of cool with the moonlight coming through the the window of my truck. It lit up that whole field. And it was a bright moon that bright weekend. moon shining directly into my truck. I did lock the doors, however, because I didn't want a Bigfoot opening my door. That's right. Or a dog man or anything yep, like that. Yep. 
Yep. I'm a little I don't bit leery. I didn't want anything walking up, any swamp creature walking up yeah. and in in a scaring me. That would I, that's what I'd be worried about. Well, I told you Bigfoot. about it. I told you how we had the experience years ago yeah. sleeping in a van when we had one pounding on the front. Yeah. Told you that story, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, me and Scott. Yeah. It was literally I heard the foot in the middle of the night and then boom, 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 something pounding. Next day I found giant dog-like tracks with big claws in the mud. It's a dog man, man. I I I think that might have been alcohol it's, induced or something. I, no, <laughs> Scott doesn't drink, and, and neither did I that night. I'm telling you, it was the American version of a werewolf. It's dog man. Ooh. Just look up uh, the Beast of Bray Road. Yeah, the Beast of Bray Road. Yeah, well, yeah, we he's talked got about cousins that. a little north of there. Okay, likes to pound on vans and scare the crap out of guys. Uh, wasn't that far? But he didn't get me this time. Good. All right, we got to go to a break. Pack and heat, though, anyway. <laughs> Carried concealed. Yeah. <clears throat> coming up next. Dead Bigfoot. Coming up next is the Dog gut man. report. And then uh, don't forget, after the 645 break, we have the horn schwaggle brought to you by Carl's Country Market in Menominee Falls. We'll be right back with more. So stay tuned. We are on both 12, uh, Sports Radio 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Come here, I'm gonna eat you! I'm bigger than you, I'm higher in the food chain! Get in my belly! The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Hey, you got any salmon or trout laying around? Well, I bet you're going out and catching a few. And I hope you have been. Uh, But, you know, if you haven't, maybe you got a friend. Or maybe you just gotta go to the local, you know, store where they sell this stuff. But anyway, yeah, I got a great recipe for you. What you want to do is you want to take a cup. Now, it depends on how many, you know, uh, salmon fillets you have. And they got to be skinless and boneless. Take the little pin bones out. Make sure you take the skin off. And then uh, get them on a baking sheet. And you take one cup of mayonnaise, one teaspoon of dill weed. I like a little bit more myself. And a quarter teaspoon of garlic powder. And I like a little bit more myself, too. Anyway, you mix that all up. You spread it over the salmon fillets. Now, some people think that salmon, if you bake it, it's going to get like like you can't bake it. It's got to stay cold. No, no. Mayonnaise, you can bake. You can't put it in the oven. You put this on the fish, all right, and then it takes at about 350 degrees for about 30, 35 minutes until the mayonnaise is starting to get golden brown. I'll tell you what, folks, it is delicious. You'll you gotta try it. It works really, really well. The gut report is brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service. At 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and 919 North Barstow, that's Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm gonna eat you. I'm bigger than you, I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly! All right, where did Danny go? He he's not even around. <laughs> he had to cough, so he uh. There he is. There he is. <laughs> I'm gonna, oh goodness, what's up? What? I'm gonna take a little walk, so Are Nick's gonna Nick's gonna take over for a second. Yeah, we've got uh, Nick Bodie in the studio right now. Uh, good morning, Nick. Good morning. And because uh, Ryan, this is his last week. We're sorry to see you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we are. We are. We're just not hey. telling people where you're going. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. 
Navy. The Navy. Yeah, yeah, there you go. He's going yeah. to the Navy. Don't forget to write, son. Yeah, and uh, so Nick Bodie is, uh, well, you already know a little bit about the boards already, but you just got to learn this show. Yeah, I interned yeah. for Bill Michaels over the summer, so just yeah. getting, uh, getting the hang of being here early in the morning, running the board. and uh, You like getting up early? Yeah, I don't mind it. You don't mind it? No. Oh, that's good. So what? Just whatever you hear, go with it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of we roll by the seat of our pants Yeah, here. we kind of roll. Yeah, so anyway. Yeah. So, uh, what was I going to tell you? Oh, shoot. I can't remember. You know, it's, you ever get something in your head, Danny, and you're going to, you're going to tell somebody and then it's like something pops up, somebody mentions something else and all of a sudden you forgot it, you know, Um, the older I get, the more it happens. I know it happens. So let me talk about this. I was going to mention that now Wisconsin can do the rumba. This cafe rumba. That's. That's my buddy Troy Woodrow. Oh, he's got another new, new company. One? <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's a premium. Uh, he just uh, they just signed like some million dollar distributorship deal with somebody in Minnesota, I think. It's a premium rum cream liquor with Kona coffee flavor, and I tried he's... some of it with like you mix it with like root beer and stuff. Yeah. And it's unbelievable. Really? Yeah. So he, he does a lot of stuff so I'm with go liquors, pick some up. doesn't he? You can he? get it. Yeah, he came yeah. up with this himself, and uh, it's going to go over, go over really big. I think you can pick it up. I think I'm going to go to uh, Woodman's. I think they got some at Woodman's and Woodman's. pick it up. And or I bet, the Meyer. I think he's got them at those. The, uh, the new... Discount Liquor has it for sure. They got Discount it Liquor as well. Oh, yeah. God, they got everything over there. So yeah. Anyway, they got everything. He gave me this brochure, so I got to go. Uh, Pick some of that up, bring it up to the deer Try camp this year. Yeah, yep. take it up to the deer That's camp. Perfect That's perfect for the deer idea. hunters. Bring it. You can yeah. make it like like it like one of those hot kind of a warm kind of a sure. Drink. It can be perfect. cold or warm. Be perfect yeah. for like a Packer game when you yeah. smuggle it in in your thermos that you're not supposed to smuggle in. Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> right. You know, when you go to a Packer game, women who take purses, they got to be clear plastic. They can't be like a regular purse. But you know, women in those. Clear- Got to be clear plastic so that the guard security people can see right through it. Yeah. You show me a woman with a big purse, and I'll show you a born kleptomaniac there. Because I dated several of them. And they seem to think that if it fits in their purse, they can take it. Because, honest, I was at this place uh, called the Trolley Stop in Green Bay years ago, and they had these big, giant mugs. Said the Trolley Stop yeah, on the side. Yeah. I said, these are cool mugs. And she takes it and puts it in her purse, and then we get in a big fight. I'm like, put that back. Oh, no, no, no big deal. And she walks out the door, and I oh, couldn't boy. make a scene. I'm thinking, what are you doing? But it's like, oh, yeah, yeah if it fits in their purse, they can take it. Oh, good. So that means they- It's kind of like that's what's known as shrinkage. Huh? Uh, what? Uh, well, there's other sh- shrinkage as well, but uh, <laughs> just ask George on Seinfeld. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, companies, yeah, companies, uh, you work at Sherp. Shrimpers, uh stores call it shrinkage. Yeah, we There's have a certain shrinkage. amount of money that you figure that you lost due to people just stealing stuff. Yep, yep, yep. That is true. I, I've been trying to get them to uh, give us all taser guns. So oh, if, we, yeah. if we see it, we well, can, yeah, right away. <laughs> can tase people. <laughs> I'd see that on 12 News. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Shrimpers employee <laughs> tases customer in parking lot. <laughs> Because he took a 25-cent oh, bobber out of the bin. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I, I tell There's... you, he's, he's not kidding about the security they have at Camp Randall. I had, we had season football tickets all the yeah. time. I was in high school, uh, and I went to my first game in a couple of years with my friend, and she's got like a little tiny, like a clutch bag. This thing's yeah. not even the size of like a wallet. They wouldn't let her bring that in. They wouldn't let anybody really? bring anything, and they no purses whatsoever anymore. There used to be a special entrance. They no longer have that, so we're going, all right, you know, that's, uh, that's kind of weird, but whatever. It's just the requirement now. We go inside. There's a couple sitting in front of us with a kid. She walks in with a backpack, and we go, well, what's that? She goes, oh, if you have a baby, they let you bring in whatever you want. And she starts pulling out Tupperware containers of food. Oh. She's got a thermos in there. I'm paying 7 bucks for a hot dog. She's got snacks for the day. Well, well, that, well, then you just pretend yeah. like you'd get a get a doll, one of those life-size exactly. baby dolls. Say, yeah, I got my kid with me. You yeah. just got to rent a woman with a kid. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, you know, unemployed <laughs> women with kids could stand outside and say, rent me for the day. And you go in with them, right? Yeah. Pay them, give the woman and the kid 50 bucks. They come on in with me. You just got to bring the backpack full of all the food right. I'll have. And right. there you go. There You'll you go. get in with all the stuff. Yeah. Well, You'll help provide employment for unemployed and you'll also get your stuff you won't have to buy within just a couple drinks and food you'll make up what you would have paid in seven dollar yeah. hot dogs which by the way i haven't been to a packer game or a, a badger game for a long time how much is a hot dog now i i think it was legitimately seven dollars <clears throat> yeah that's so crazy. how about a brat what's a brat going for oh now? that's got to be twice as much <laughs> no maybe 10 right hamburger uh, probably around eight bucks. The one that shocked me, uh, I went to a really cold weather game once. I asked for a hot chocolate, and they were they go six dollars, and I was like, no, just one hot chocolate. They're like, yeah, six. I was like, no, no, not in the souvenir cup. They're like, yeah, they want it for a Dixie cup full of hot chocolate. Oh my god, Swiss Miss. They want That's six bucks. Terrible, unbelievable. Oh, you know, you know what I want to do after. There's no way I would pay those prices anymore. No, me neither. No way. No way. You know what I want to do I'm after seven o'clock, boy? After seven o'clock. Huh. Gonna, we're gonna uh, we're gonna call my son Nick. He he'll be up. He's up right now. But uh, listening to you. Well, I don't I don't know if he's. Hey Nick. Yeah, I don't know if he's listening. But we're gonna call him and uh, he can tell us about uh, his deer hunt too. Last weekend he was up. Did he get blown time. out of a tree? Uh, he, he was in a bigger tree. Stranded so in a field. It was uh, it was blown. He didn't get stranded. No. No, I will uh, say it's for the deer hunting now. When I first got up there, I, I walked long ways. I didn't see any scrapes. Yeah. Uh, however, uh, the second day, I did find a couple scrapes. And, it, and then I did see a doe out on a field, and all of a sudden uh, she bolted. Mm-hmm. Um, and this fork buck come chasing out of the woods and chased her, and she ran right, right into the woods, and then he just stayed out there on the field. So they're they're getting rambunctious yeah. and they're starting to roll. Yeah. Um. So I know hunters even now today and things reports I heard around the state that it's it's just start getting started for this whole month coming up in November, starting like starting actually last week or the week before, all the way through November. If if you're out on the roads, especially country roads, you got to be careful. Even even just right on the freeways here, you know. You got to be careful. <laughs> well, last year they'll jump out at you. Last year I had a premonition. I was coming back from Green Bay, and I have to uh, exit by sixty by Hartford, and then take one sixty four down on that back route straight down to Pewaukee. And I just had an uneasy feeling. I, I kept putting my brights on, and then of course other vehicles have to come in your direction. But then when I turn the brights off, I just slow up, and I was just looking. I mean, mm-hmm. I was just, and sure enough, here it comes. And I got on the brakes just in time and just missed the tail end of the deer. Had I been driving normal, if my spidey senses had not been alerted, mm-hmm. I would have broadsided the deer for sure. 
Guaranteed. Yeah. Because it was came out of an inclined ditch where you couldn't see it. Yeah. It came out that fast. But for some wow. reason, I'm always on the alert for him, just yeah, subconsciously. Yeah. Oh, a guy especially at up, night. A guy yeah. growing up in Wisconsin, uh, you at just night. you yeah. automatically are looking or should be looking. Yeah. Whether, um, and that's why I think 90% of the deer are hit by people that just drive down the road, clueless, oblivious, and all of a sudden, blam, it's right, right. there. Exactly. They never even saw it coming. Um, wow. But hey. had I not been alert, I would have smacked that one. Well, we got to get to a break, but we got yeah. hor- we got Hornswoggle next, right? Yep. Hornswoggle. We actually got a quick call from Ted. He had a sorry, we had a hunting question for Danny, real quick. Okay. Okay. Hi, Ted. Good morning. Morning, guys. How you doing? Hey, good All man. Right. Hey, good. Um, I was out scouting. We were scouting in a new area, and um, where we went to, they had a uh, four trees that are come like branching off. So the back one is one I'd like to set up on, but the one to the right, I looked up there, and there's a squirrel's nest. I was wondering. Would that be advisable to sit in that tree? Not, you know, you're the uh, squirrel, squirrel guy. Shoot, shoot the squirrel first. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't know if it. I don't know if it's living in there or not. You know, cause we're just we just uh, scouted the area. So personally, I <clears throat> I don't think. Excuse me, I don't think it'd be a problem. Um, my brother years ago in Missouri, when he'd be hunting up, up down in those Ozarks. He had big fox squirrels come straight down the tree and then stand, uh, sit on the, by his feet next to him. Uh, well, he's, he's, he was up in a stand with his fiance, now his wife at the time, and big old fox squirrel would just be kind of sitting there next to him. Um, I've had them come down the tree, you know, like six inch, you know, foot above my head. I kind of turn and then they kind of bolt. So even though it makes you kind of nervous, you're thinking, well, what if that big, what if that squirrel wants to bite me? Uh, they're they're pretty much harmless. The only thing would be if a red squirrel would make more of a racket and start barking at you. But that's Shattery. not yeah. But that's not a red squirrel nest. That's a gray squirrel or a fox squirrel nest. Uh, okay. Not not a not a problem. Not a problem. They'll just what they'll do is they'll come down. They'll be above your head. Then they'll loop around to the other side of the tree to go down, and then you'll see them hopping happily away. Yeah. Oh, okay, All right. Good. Excellent. Hey, one other thing too with that hunting regulations. That up, remember, I was the one that called about the uh, transporting the deer. Yeah, you can do that now. Yes, I just read. I just wanted yeah. to uh, let you know that. All right, thanks a lot. Guys. All, right, All right, take care. See Good you, guys. Okay, bye. bye. Okay, we got to go to a break. You can call right now to play the horn schwaggle, brought to you by Carl's Country Markets in Menominee Falls, uh, 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Uh, guess right two out of three times. And uh, you know what? You're going to get a $10 gift certificate to Carl's Country Market. They're on the corner of Pilgrim and Silver Spring in Menominee Falls. So call right now. We'll be right back with more. It is. It, oh, oh, that was fast. Man, sorry <laughs> yeah. about that. Come he on, would, get that. Our new guy likes his headphones really low, man. How do you? How do no, you? No, you're yeah. messing. I'll you just gotta, sing it. Okay. Anyway, I hope they don't who, put him with Tim Allen. Got, who do you got on the line? I got Mike from South Milwaukee on the line, and he wants to play a little horn schwaggle, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, gentlemen. You know how this works. I sure do. All okay, right. so here we go. Shooting. 
uh, if you're hunting uh, with a shotgun. For cottontail rabbits, shot size six to seven and a half is a good choice. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? I'd say no, no hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. Okay. okay. Oh, that's one. Got a ring. Good job, Ryan. Yeah, that's I got one. it. Uh, shooting uphill. Shooting uphill at a deer. You got that deer. You're in the big ridge country. It's a couple hundred yards away. It's up this big steep hill. If you're shooting up a hill, you got to make sure that you aim a little extra high. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? I would say that's a hornswoggle. That is a hornswoggle. It's the wow. opposite. It's the opposite. Wow. Matter of fact, you know that a 400-yard shot at a 60-degree angle actually hits 20 inches higher. So shooting uh, down or up, you actually... You shoot, aim a little lower, you compensate. Okay, you're two for two. Let's see if you would have got the last one. Sighting in a big game rifle. Uh, if you can get a one-inch group at 100 yards, that's pretty good. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? No hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. Okay, real good. So you will be getting, <clears throat> I know you're excited about this, a $10 uh, uh, certificate for Carl's Country Market where they've got their award-winning sausage. And I will put in a big plug for Carl's. If you ever have any fish to get smoked, uh, they make they have the best smoked fish. If you get a salmon or a yeah. trout, I guarantee it, it's the best I've ever had. Yeah, they got a really nice smoker there, and they brine well, it ahead of time. Yeah, and once you get in there, they got all kinds of... A buddy of mine goes in there. He ends up buying $100 worth of stuff every time. There's bacon and all kinds of food. You know You'll get hungry just walking in there. It's not just a butcher shop. It's like a it's like a little gro it's a general store. There's got all kinds of stuff and beer. Yeah, and beer. <laughs> beer yeah, and don't alcohol. For, don't forget that. So you'll have plenty for your party. So yeah. uh did you leave your address with uh Ryan? Is he got I, your I sure did. I got all right, it. great. Sounds sounds right. good. We'll get that to you, buddy. Thanks for listening. Well, congratulations. Right, have a great day. You yep, too. Bye bye now. Yep, you yeah, too. Thank you. Thanks. Um you know what? Oh, Bodie has some very nice handwriting. Yeah, compared to me. <laughs> yeah. Compared Danny to has, every other producer we've ever had. <laughs> Danny has better questions than you. Hey, you should have heard it. Yeah, last last week, week we had a complaint. He, you should have heard these questions, man. The guy didn't get one of them right in Hornswago. I And I thought they were easy. What were the questions, Tom? Yeah. Okay, one of them was, okay, this wasn't a question. Here's the statement, Danny. Now you know this, I know this, and I and I thought most the majority nah, of our anglers would know this. Okay, here's the one statement: <clears throat> there are four types of true muskies: clear, barred, spotted, and tiger. Yeah, that's a hornswoggle. Yeah, because the tiger is a hybrid. You know what? I would have I would have said, well, depends whether you can. That wasn't a good question. Well, but it's not a true muskie. Yeah, again, it's a, it's a hybrid. Again, again, that was a. Okay. That was, that was, you're splitting hairs on that one. Here's another one. So, oh, no, that's a fact. That's a fact. Because I, I might have said yes, just assuming that you're saying, well, you know. You know what? what? Uh, <laughs> it, you should have clarified there are three type of, you know, four pure, type. four type of pure, 100% musky oh. only. Yeah, I could have done it that way. But it's called a tiger musky because it's half musky. Yeah, mm -hmm. half. Only so half, you though. You said there's, what do you say? There's, True muskies. 
True muskies. Again, it's a true tiger muskie. I don't know. <laughs> I think that I think the question I agree, okay. Ryan, is question suck. Here, here was yeah, another tough, uh, another one was uh in nineteen seventy two, Glenn Carver invented what is now no, uh, a curly tail grub, which then spawned the company Mr. Twister. Well, again, the curly-tailed grub is used in the Mr. Twister, mm -hmm. but it'd be pure conjecture whether, there whether wasn't one it before happened that. in 1972 See, that's the thing. or exactly. whether it Clarence today. Rutherford did it yeah. in 1948. Right. Well, no, he actually invented it. He had a patent on it, and he sold the patent to uh, the company that before it wasn't known as Mr. Twister, they started a company so you called get, Mr. Twister. That's a 50-50 because the person would just have to guess. Yeah, unless exactly. You just that's, knew a, it, that's a flip of the that, coin. That's a flip of the coin. What was the other one I did? I don't remember the other one. You wrote the questions. I don't remember, I don't remember man. them all. That was last week. I don't remember what I ate for dinner last night. I know. Night. Me neither. I'd have to actually think about that. What's oh, your name no, again, now dude? I, do. <laughs> I had a uh, Euro. Actually, oh, did you? brutal decision. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, you when know, you got to be I, up at five a.m. That's your last euro after you lost all your money gambling. Now I hope I know. you get used to Roman Roman noodles. Boy, you're gonna see me in the front of Oakland Euros, just begging for quarters. Maybe you can go and get myself. Maybe a French you can fry. go downtown, get in, oh. get in line for some free cheese. A singular French fry. Oh, Danny, we have an email here. Oh, good. We're gonna have to do hot this off quick. the press here. Yeah. Okay, this is from our uh, friend Double D. Hmm. And uh, he says, he, he's written to the show before. A, and, a, and, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get excited, he says, Ryan. He says, hi, guys. Great show. Long-time listener. Calm down, if, big stuff. If you haven't heard, <laughs> and which we have, CWD has been found in Dickinson, Michigan, in the UP. It was only a matter of time that it would be found in the UP. So, <laughs> so disappointed that Wisconsin DNR didn't do something about this dreaded wildlife disease years ago when it was initially found. I agree with Bushy that in the future they'll determine CWD meat will affect humans. Great show, Double D. Yeah, so. you know, that's the one thing that uh, that I almost didn't vote for Scott Walker for is that I do believe that when he got that deer czar in here, he was basically uh, he was kowtowing to some wealthy landowners that were probably griping to him, didn't want the deer wiped out in their areas where they had, you know, a lot of it. Um, never really reinforced uh, the the watching those deer farms as far as making sure they had the double fencing. Well, now they're now he says he's going to do it, and they just had a wait and see. We're just going to monitor it, and and that's like that's like monitoring cancer. You don't just monitor the progress yeah, of it. He, he, you got to go in and aggressively go after it. And I would I'd be interested to compare the number of counties that had CWD. When he took office compared to now, and it's it's grown a lot, I'm quite sure. Sports Flash, right, right now. And a happy good morning to you from the Master Z's WSSP Sports Update Studio. I'm Ryan Horvath. Your great fall savings at Master Z's in Waukesha. Master Z's, there we go. Place to go for pool tables, dartboards, bars, grills, and much more. Shop the great selections today at Master Z's in Waukesha and online at masterz.com. 
First on the fan, Chris Middleton scores 16 points at four threes in the Bucks' 125-95 win over the Timberwolves last night. The Bucks now 5-0 for the second time in franchise history. The last time was 1971 when the Bucks were led by Hall of Famers Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Oscar Robertson. They started the season 7-0. Five players score in double figures for Milwaukee last night, which made a season-high 19 three-pointers. Tonight, the Bucks host the Magic at 7 p.m. After the game, tune into the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. College football coming up here shortly. The 20th-ranked Badgers, likely they're going to get a few players back today. Alex Hornibrook, however, going to miss the game. Badgers three-and-a-half-point favorites when they face West Division opponent Northwestern at Ryan Field in Evanston. Kickoff 11 a.m. Other games today, Clemson travels to Tallahassee, takes on Florida State. Georgia hosts Florida, and number 18, Iowa, travels to number 17, Penn State. World Series, a crazy one last night, went about 14 hours Dodgers win in 18 innings, 3-2 with a Max Muncy walk-off homer. Red Sox still lead that series 2-1. Game 4 coming up tonight. The update brought to you by Tally's Tapping Eatery in Waukesha. Celebrating Halloween tonight on Saturday with a half a quarter barrel prize for best costume, killer karaoke specials, and Miller Lite drafts. Details on Facebook. Tally's Tapping Eatery on Sunset Drive in Waukesha. I'm Ryan Horvath. From gutters to landscaping, from replacement windows to a full basement remodel, and everything in between, it's time for the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, big time Mike McGivern, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Uh, Welcome into the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We're live at the Athletico Physical Therapy Office, 3077 North Mayfair Road, right on the corner of Highway 100 and Burley, across the street from Lazy Boy and McDonald's. You stop by uh, anytime between 8 and noon. Ryan Benefield's here. He brought food and coffee, and, man, it's a great place. Stop by and say hello. This week's co-host for the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show is Bingo Emmons. He is from Creative Construction, Wisconsin. Bingo, what's going on? Doing good, doing good. Yeah, it's good. I'm so happy to hear that Deb's going to show up and yeah, hang yeah. out with us today. Yeah, she she just probably can't find a place to park, but yeah. I'll actually get her pretty soon. <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing her. She's really a wise guy, man. Yeah. She is something else. I know. I hope she's happy because I have to go see this. I have to see Ryan right after this to fix my arm for you punching me. You know what? I've got a couple people stopping in today that Ryan's going to talk to and uh, and fix up. Two guys I had dinner with last night. Told him where I'm going to be, and one said, "Man, my elbow's been killing me for two months." I said, "Stop in," and uh, Chris said, "Yep, I'll be there." And then uh, Chuck said, "My shoulder's been killing me yeah. for a while." You got to come down here because I like when I do the show at your place. We get donuts and stuff here, bagels. Yeah, I know. Plus, workout facility. I know. You know, before when I walked in, you were on the treadmill oh. getting after a little bit. Actually, I was over there taking a nap. And yeah, I, that's, <laughs> I, I didn't want to say that. Our special guest this week. He is from J and J Contract. His first time on the show, and I thank him for stopping by. John Miners. John, how are you? Doing great. Man, it's good to see you. It's good to see you. Thanks for having me. You bet, John. Before we get into what we want to talk about, a lot of bathroom and interior stuff with J&J Contractors, can I get your background, where you grew up, and how you got into this industry and where you've worked? So I'm a southern Wisconsin guy. Uh, grew up as a farm kid. 
Uh, actually, was about 30 years old when I transitioned into construction and uh, found that God had given me a special gift. It just made sense to me. Yeah. Took off and uh, been doing it ever since. Man, good for you. Where, uh, where in southern Wisconsin where did you go to school and stuff? So I went to East Troy High School. Oh, you did? Um, lived out on a farm kind of halfway between Whitewater and uh, just south of um, Old World, Wisconsin, and just had a beautiful little family farm there and loved that while we did it and then moved on to uh, construction like I said, right after. Hey, uh, Bingo, I'm going to be kicking John off the show, so it'll be just you and I. Uh, I didn't know you went to East Troy. <laughs> they, uh, and, uh, you know what? My basketball team last year in the sectional semifinals got beat at the buzzer by East Troy, John, so you're out. <laughs> Bingo, it's great to see you. It's No, I'm just kidding, John. We get a chance to play him again this year. Hey, when you started, when you realized at the age of 30 that this is what you wanted to do, um, did did you know because you you had you had done stuff on the side? Did you, like how did you know that 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 this uh, being able to to do the things that you do now was something that at the age of thirty that you'd be able to accomplish? Um, thanks for asking. So, you know, farming was not very good in the early eighties, right? And so transitioned off the farm. Just happened to know a guy from church that had a small remodeling company and said, I can't find any help. I don't know what to do. And I looked at him and said, well, I don't know that much about construction, but I'm a farm guy. I know how to show up. I know how to work hard um, and be on time. And he said, well, let's give it a shot. And it, it just made sense and it just worked. Hey, John, though, what you just said, Bigo and I talk about every time I have him on. If if he can find if 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 people if Nary Milwaukee members can find guys that will show up, work hard, and be on time, they're hired. Those guys are. It used to be John when I started this show. Yeah, you know, you needed a, a high school education. We're going to probably drug test you. You need a driver's license. You need you need you need. And now it's you have a pulse, <laughs> and you get here and you work hard. And and here's the here's the deal. Not only you know work hard, you're going to make a, a living wage. And, and if you if you're a laborer and you work hard for you know six months to a year and you want to be a carpenter, we'll train you. You want to be an electrician, we'll we'll train you. We'll we'll figure that part out. Just show up. Look, I talked to a guy named Mike who works for for Creative Construction. Him and Zach came over this week and did a phenomenal job with my walk, the the front walk. Um, I've got three grandkids live across the street. And the stair had had uh, the first step had had really sunk in, so it's very difficult for these little guys to get up that stair. Plus, my wife just hated the way it looked. So Zach and Mike came over, and I and I asked Mike, "How long you been doing this?" And he said, "Look, I I, I got in the cement business, you know, a while ago with with my ex wife's dad, my, my ex father in law, and." You know what? He needed a guy, and I realized I was really good at it, and I worked hard. And now I've been doing this a long time. I'm really good at it and works now for Creative Construction in Wisconsin. And Zach does a great job of watching Mike work hard. Yeah, I know. He sent me a picture of him watching. Yeah. I saw and, that. Yeah, Zach does a Well, way. you know Zach learned from his dad. <laughs> who learned from his dad, who learned from his dad, who yeah. learned from his dad. Um, but they did a phenomenal job in talking to Mike. He said, look, I, I just knew early on if I worked hard, showed up every day, worked hard, made good money, and was, was proud of the work I did. He said it all made sense to me. And so, you know, he didn't want to talk to me a lot because he was working. But I stood and, and watched him because I didn't know how to do that. And he, uh, he just talked about that. What you talked about, that path of getting to where he is now, was, was, it was about showing up, working hard, 
and and getting stuff done. Well, just, you know, not everybody, not everybody's book smart. College, they just don't even. I know one young man we're working at Nari with now that doesn't didn't like college. It wasn't his thing, but he said, "I love to work with my hands." Well, you know, the world needs people that work with their hands. I, they and do. it's very fulfilling. From an old carpenter, I mean, it's. I'd rather be building than anything else. You know, I and I tell this story a lot. My dad was a bricklayer and a mason. He's been gone a long time. Um, but as a kid, he, he wouldn't come to my sporting events or any of that. But what he really enjoyed was to get me in the car, my brothers, sisters in the car, and drive around the city, Milwaukee, and stop and say, I built that. Sure. That's what I – and he was so proud, John. He was so proud of, of this work that he did. And um, none of the McGivern boys went into it. And he tried with his last one, which is me, by sending me to Tech as a freshman. It didn't work out. <laughs> Transferred to Messmer and hung out over there. But now I look back and think, man, I wish I would have, you know, paid more attention to what he's trying to teach me when it came to this because I ended up having to call Zach and Mike at, at Creative Construction Wisconsin to, to come help with some of this stuff. Well, just in your own house, all the repairs and all the things we do in our house that you know, because they know construction, know how to do. But kids that never learn that, all they look at is a computer screen, never yeah. able to, to enjoy that. We are talking with John Miners. He's from J&J Contractors. And as we talk to John, uh, you can go to their website, jjcontractorsllc.com. Bingo? Yeah, I just want to say that it, it's not just our company. It's, it's every company in the area. Uh, we're looking, if you bring an attitude, we'll train you. Right. Yeah. And also I played um you know, John's got just tons of experience. John is actually teaching courses now in Nary how to run jobs, how to be a project manager. So if you want to join Nary, I mean there's a there's a there's this we're willing to train. We just look for people with a good attitude. Big I was at, at the Bucks game on uh Wednesday night, um and, and with some friends and one of my buddies brought a buddy of his and he owns a painting company. And uh he said, So you you do the radio stuff? And I said, Yeah, I do a home improvement show. He said, I want to get on. I said, are you a Nary member? He said, no, but I've been thinking about that. How do I join? And I told him to go to the website. But you know what? If you were sitting next to us, what would you have uh, said to him as far as the reasons he should become a Nary Milwaukee member? Uh, it changed my life. It changed everything the way I do. I was just I was just brought up a certain way of thinking, you know, yellow pages, the whole deal. Now, we, we, everything we do is different. And the knowledge that you learn. When you get this, when you talk to John, he's one of, you know, one of the best architects, project managers out there. I mean, he runs a not just a small company it's a big company he's got to be in charge of and that and what you do is these people aren't afraid even though they might be your competitor they're not afraid to tell you their experience and their and their things like you know i watch john every wednesday night and you just watch these people just just listen to what he has to say because he has so much experience boy that's john same question for you as 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 a guy that now is really involved with with nary milwaukee and starting to teach classes things like that if if you talk to the guy that I sat next to at the Bucks game, and his painting company, and he said, "Look, I'm busy, but I want to I want to take that next step, and maybe that's the way to do it." What would you say to him? Well, there's a phone number for Nara. You could certainly call in, and there's lots of people that follow up with you. You can call me at JJ Contractors, um, call Bingo, call you know any of us, or just go online. Yeah, and 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 certainly one of the benefits of being a Nari member that I see. Is that and, and what Bingo talked about? Look, you guys are in the same industry and competing with 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 some of these folks. But when I go to some of these events, everybody is telling everybody, "Hey, look, I'm I'm working on this program on this project, and here's what they're asking for, for me." And I haven't done that before, but you have. Can you give me some insight? 
And they're like, yeah, let me tell you how we did that, who we worked with and how we got it done. It's not like, no, I'm not going to tell you that because uh, we compete. No, and Nari, we're all brethren, and we work together and uh, work to help each other be successful. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Again, he is John Miners from J&J Contractors, uh, jjcontractorsllc.com. Hey, Bing, before we get to a break, um, kind of a slower time for Nary between the shows? We just got done with the show. We, now we got to catch up, you know, especially John can tell you. Right when you get done with the show, you got all those people that said, hey, come and look at my house. Well, guess what? Now you got to go look at their house. Now you got to go to work. <laughs> yeah, and, and the, I thought the show was great. I thought the timing of the Brewer games affected us a little bit. But what I saw when I was there, and I was there a lot, was, you know, there are some guys by a couple of booths that had TVs, but then the people they were with were walking around talking to, to uh, Nary members. So yeah, I thought it worked really yeah, well. Yeah, it was a good show. It was a good show. Did you, uh, were you there for a while? Yes. Yeah, did you, uh, you enjoy doing those shows? Oh, yeah. It's so much fun getting out and interacting with the public. Uh, people have lots of questions, and again, with all this experience, I can pretty much answer anything they ask, so it's fun. At J&J Contractors, what what do you do? Are you a, so what what is your actual job title and what do you do at J&J? Well, my job title is a little tough because I do so many different things. Okay. <laughs> um, so I do CAD drafting. I write contracts. Um, as you know, Jason's a huge salesperson. Yes, he's um, really he's good. He's booked out for weeks and weeks and weeks just to That's see That's why people. he never calls me back anymore. <laughs> What's going on with that? He used to always call me Listen, back. Listen, I work for the guy. I can't talk to him. He's so busy. <laughs> but you... anyway, I write all his contracts. I draw, do all his drawings. Um, and I help. we have uh, three young project managers. And so I'm constantly assisting them and helping them. I order materials. And so I, I don't know what to call my job. You got to deal with Shannon every day? Oh, yeah. She's the best. If you call our office, you will hear a sweet, wonderful lady yeah. talk to you. You should stop in there and tell her you know Mike McGivern because she stops being sweet then. She's <laughs> like, well, you get out. I'm not dealing with you if you know that guy. Hey, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to talk about bathroom remodels uh, this next segment uh, with John Miners. And uh, we're also going to have Ryan uh, Benefield from Athletico Physical Therapy join us uh, sometime this hour to talk about dealing with, with guys from your industry. You know, what they do here at Athletico Physical Therapy is, is make sure that you guys get back to work. And, and the injuries that student-athletes have, um, certainly very important. Uh, but, but guys in your industry, I know that Ryan gets a chance to, to work with you guys a lot. And the older we get, the more we need guys like Ryan. So I don't know about you two. Well, yeah, I do know about you two. The three of us need to be dealing with Ryan as much as possible. Uh, Ryan Benefield from Athletical Physical Therapy. Again, we're located today for, I'll be here till noon. So stop by if you get a chance, 3077 North Mayfair Road. Their phone number here is 414-455-5797. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with big time Mike McGivern. Only on 1057 FM, The Fan. Email your question to live at 1057FMTheFan.com. Welcome back to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're live at the Athletico Physical Therapy Office, 3077 North Mayfair Road. Right on Highway 100 in Burleigh, across the street from Lazy Boy and that McDonald's. My co-host this week is Bingo Emmons from Creative Construction of Wisconsin. This week's special guest is John Miners. First-time guest, and I appreciate his willingness to come on. 
He is from J&J Contractors, works for Jason, and actually works for Shannon, let's just be honest. Uh, 5213 West Loomis Road uh, in Greendale. You can uh, look them up online, jjcontractorsllc.com. Hey, John, let's talk a little bit about uh, the process. When somebody gives um, J&J contracts, just talks to Shannon, and let's utilize bathrooms as, as, as our example. He says, look, I, I need a, a full bathroom remodel. Can we talk about that process? Is that when Jason uh, comes out and talks to the client? Well, either Jason or one of the other salespeople. Okay. So they go out and, and, and talk to them and, and probably ask questions like, you know, what are you looking to accomplish? You know, are we going to utilize the same space, stuff like that? Once they get the information in the okay, is that when you get involved? Well, the next thing that happens is, and our company does it a little different, but before we start doing drawings or contracts or anything, we come up with a price. We call the customer back and say, hey, are you good with this? Right. So all we're looking for is a verbal commitment. They say, yep, we like what we've talked about. We all know what it is. Then I get brought That's in. That's when you get involved. I, I measure the, the project uh, do a set of drawings and then write the contract. How important is is uh, for consumers? And we have this conversation, but we haven't for a while. How important it is is it for consumers to be honest with what their budget is? Well, that's the starting point of everything, and that's why we don't go down this long path of trying to convince you that we have. You know, let's get past price right away. Right. And because uh, we know it, it costs a certain amount of money to do this. We know 100% of the time the job's going to be awesome and amazing and beautiful. Um, we've got the, you know, the websites and everything to prove that, the right. experience to prove that. Well, John, if, if, if they don't believe that, they can call me. Okay. And it, well, and, and it's similar to Creative Construction of Wisconsin, I recommend changing contractors all the time. You, your company has been in my son's home, my home, my son's home. My sister's home, um, six people I work with, a guy I coach basketball with. I mean, I could go on and on. For the amount of, amount of people that have been in uh, homes that I've recommended, and it's gotten to the point that some of these guys now are starting to recommend their friends to J&J contractors, and they say, look, don't spend the time where you're going to bring three or four companies in. I would start with them and, and see how that goes. So, you know, I appreciate J&J contractors a lot and the work that you guys do. So if I could, just one extra part of this that we sure. do for customers is um, as soon as we have that agreement and I draw the plans, then I start send, sending them via email long before we meet screenshots and pictures and plans so they can review it and comfortable with it at home and then send us their recommendations of what they'd like to tweak or change. I do the same thing with the scope of work. I write a very long, detailed scope of work, and I email it to them ahead of time. So by the time they finally come into the office and we put it up on the big screen TV, they've already digested it. It's completely comfortable. So that meeting, there's no tension. There's no stress. We've got everything all worked out ahead of time. It's just a matter of fact of signing the paperwork. Hey, how much um, has things changed from when you first started in this industry, and and we could do about four hours on all the changes, but as far as um, how much information the the client has, I mean, they they can go online and say, look, I want this floor in my bathroom, and then take another picture and say, I want the, you know, so not at all similar to, to when you started in this industry. Sure. Uh, you make me, when you said that, I think of Polaroids. So sure. That's, you know, I'd take, you know, 15 Polaroids hey, and I'd lay those out. Hey, John, the guy sitting to our right, Will, has no idea what a Polaroid <laughs> He has, I know what that is. I don't think Ryan does either. Ryan Benefield, he's shaking his head. But you and I and Bingo, man, we know all about Polaroids. That's, that's how we did it. There was no, that was the, they had actually, 
Remember the, all those companies that had construction cameras? They were Polaroids. Yeah. They're the yellow. Everybody, every, every contractor had one. Well, and handwritten contracts. Hey, okay, Will kind of knows because he's shaking <laughs> to dry that thing off. but the, <laughs> Not quite that bad. Not quite that bad. <laughs> well, I remember that, so I don't want to hear about it, John. I remember having to shake that, that off. But the, ch- the change has, has been, I think, good and bad. I, I, for, for me personally, um, there's so much information, so much no- knowledge out there that sometimes, the, the, look, they watch these shows, you know, love it or list it. And we, we talk about this on, on, on this show, but they think they can get a bathroom remodel in 24 hours for five grand. Yeah. And you know what? I love the fact that, that everybody's getting all these ideas. And, and I think that that's a lot of driving how this industry is right now because you see things and you go, man. Now would be a great time to do that. It's not a need, it's a want. And I want to have what they have on that show. But they have to understand that that's not reality. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, house and Pinterest are great, beautiful pictures. But I've literally had people pull up multi-million dollar projects and say, I'd like this. Well, I have a question. Okay, because I want to see what your answer is. When someone shows you a uh, picture from Pinterest and says, I want that kitchen. But you, you know, being an architect, CAD designer yourself, you're like, there's no way this is going to work. How do you handle that? Well, that's exact. I'm, I'm, I'm brutally honest. I feel like that's the best way to do it without breaking someone's heart. Right. But just to explain to them, or, you know, anything is possible. But, you know, again, we come right back to that thing called budget. And uh, do you want it that much? Hey, John, when, what are the main questions that um, – that you think Jason, when when he's out talking to people, again, we're going to utilize the example of a bathroom remodel. And and what are the, the some of the questions that not only Jason has, but the people have? Are they talking about, you know, right after we get done with what my budget is, do they then t- talk a little bit about what they're looking for as far as the main function of the bathroom? Is it just a space to be able to go in and take a shower? Um, and go to the bathroom and, 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 and wash up? Or is it someplace that you want as a comfort, you know, room, a nice big spatial room? I, when you, I'm sure that those are the kind of conversations that you guys are having. Well, and there are all different levels. You know, there's uh, some people want a, a spa, you know, with steam generators and 14 different kind of shower heads. And, you know, <laughs> okay. and then some people are just like, no, I just need to upgrade this to, you know, more modern. But pretty much everyone is, you know, going to the custom shower with a custom tile shower. Again, changing from, from where you were when you first got in, the, the amount of options that are out there for people from heated floors to, like you said, shower heads that have, you know, basically sing to you if you want them they to. They do. Yeah, they, they do. <laughs> you know? And, see, and I was Jason has one, by the way. He does. And, <laughs> and it's off key, by the way, from what I hear. I didn't. He had an open house and nobody was around, so I popped in the shower. Oh, that was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I thought that enjoyed was a, those teak floors. Yeah, I thought that would be a pretty cool thing to do. But and, until my wife walked in and said, what are you thinking? You can't do this. Um, yeah, that didn't work out well for me. Um, and don't tell Jason that nah, I really nah. did he'll that. He'll never hear this. No, he'll never hear this show. Um, but but there's so many options that I, I just think, for me personally, if if somebody's trying to do some of this stuff on their own, 
the options are endless and you never get to the end. Right. So See, that's why we're here to help guide you. Um, starts with someone like me who's the structural guy, and then we have a team that helps you do selections. So picking out those faucets and those colors and those tiles, they actually take you to each individual place and you know hand hold your hand right. and help you down that road because the selections are endless and people just get lost. Hey, did you did you when you first started guy um, spend more time on the interior? Um, and that's why why you're, you're more of an interior guy than an exterior guy because J&J Contractors does all of it. In fact, they started as a roofing company. That's right. And, you know, roofing and gutters with, with Jason's dad starting the company. And now they, they're really well known for, for both, not only inside uh, the home but, but outside the home. Is that that was your kind of uh, forte was inside? Well, I started out in, as a carpenter. Okay. So I did any, everything from building new homes, which included siding and roofing and yeah. all those things. Um, and then when uh, a little later in life, when I started my own company, I found out that uh, for a little guy, there's no room in the new construction side. Right. All the big boys own that. So I decided to train myself as a remodeler. That was a conscious decision. Yeah. And therefore, then we moved more to kitchen and baths and doing those kind of things. You know, you had talked in that first segment. You said, look, the Lord's blessed me with, with, with being able to do this. I, I think, it's a, I think um, for people that can see things before it, before it happens, I mean, if you tell me we're going to paint the wall here at Athletical Physical Therapy Blue, I don't know what it's going to look like till you're three quarters of the way done. I just don't have that that gift, and I think it's a gift. You're able to when somebody explains to you how they want their kitchen or their bath to look. Can you visualize that? So, 55% of the population cannot see anything from a blueprint. That would be more me. than half. Okay, good. Everyone's different on the spectrum, and that's how come I was able to be so successful in construction early on. Because I'm at the far end, I see it full done in color, finished. Wow! As soon as you start describing it, actually, the pictures start coming. Okay. Last question before we get to a break: Can you go to a uh, uh, a friend's open house when they buy a new home? Without without walking in and looking at the floors, looking at the kitchen, looking. No, can you just you go can't. in and enjoy? You can't, can you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got. Yeah, that's really bad for me too. Yeah, I. You know what? I, but I'm much less critical than I used to be when I was younger. It's smart. <laughs> yeah, but if they come and ask you, hey, what do you think of this? Do you, yeah. Well, and you're an I'm honest always. Guy. Uh, I'm a nice guy, but you know, I try not to hurt anybody's feelings. <laughs> yeah. a boy. And you never say anything to relatives because, oh, can you fix that? Right. No, yeah, then that doesn't work. No. And I have done several of those relative things already, so it's okay. So you, so you're really nice and not critical. I try not to be. You know anybody opposite of that? Because yeah. your your wife said she's walking in. And I don't see her. Yeah, Deb Emmons. You know, when you're, you know, there's always opposites attract. Yeah, they there do. you go. <laughs> that means you're a really nice guy. Yep. Is that it, guys? We're gonna get to a break. Other side of the break. Um, we're actually going to bring Ryan Benefield on from Athletico Physical Therapy, talk a little bit about the, the amount of work that he does with guys in the home improvement uh, industry, and then talk a little bit about some of the things they do at Athletico Good. Physical Maybe Therapy. Maybe you can fix my titanium arm here. We're going to talk to him about, well, I, HIPAA laws might not let us talk exactly about that. I don't know about them, but Ryan's over there smirking at me. So we are located 3077 North Mayfair Road today. I'll be doing my shows till noon here at Athletico. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Nary Home Improvement Show with big-time Mike McGivern, only on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Dial us up with your questions at 414-799-1250. 
Welcome back to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're live from the Athletico Physical Therapy Office, 3077 North Mayfair Road. Stop by and, and say hello. This week's special guest, John Miners from J&J Contractors. He's off mic here for a minute. And my co-host is Bingo Emmons from Creative Construction of Wisconsin. We're joined by Ryan Benefield from Athletical Physical Therapy. Ryan, it's good to see you, sir. Thank you so much. Thanks yeah. for having me and stopping by this yeah, morning. Yeah, thanks for having us. I really appreciate it. It's so nice you have lights and everything this time. <laughs> it's great. It's a beautiful <laughs> place. <laughs> it was last time the, the, uh, lightning, lightning hit the pole outside. We were here, and, and Will is the guy that gets us going, and he's like, I walked in at 20 minutes before. He said, look, we've got no power. I think uh, this thing's not going to work. And, and so we're back and, and really happy that we're here. Hey, one of the reasons you guys sponsor the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show is when we had that conversation, uh, Paul Schmidt and, and you and I, about what you guys do, one of the things that you do a lot of business with is guys that are in home improvement and construction, when they get injured, we get a little bit older. We we need to come see you, and this is a great place for for, for you, you get guys back on the job as quick as possible. Absolutely, and that's what's important. You know, um, construction workers, manual laborers have a special kind of strength, and dealing with their bodies is is different than than most people's. Uh, you see a lot of traumatic injuries on the job, though, and people come in and getting them back to work as quickly as they can is important to them. I mean, this is their livelihood. They need that money. They need that overtime. And so that's what we want to do is get people back quickly and get people back safely. Safely and so that they don't have to come back. I mean, you know what? When when guys don't do it correctly and try to go back too quickly, they normally then take three steps back. Exactly, exactly. And here at Athletico, you know, we see a lot of work comp injuries. We do something called a, a functional status report where we'll look at what you need to be able to do to return to the job and have those things tested out safely so that before we allow you to go back, we know that you can meet those job demands and that you know, you're happy with it, the doctor's happy with it, and that you can return to work and really not worry about that injury ever again. Hey, Bingo, you, uh, you thank God for physical therapists. Yeah, if it wasn't for them, I'd be out. I mean, You'd be out. I, I was absolutely could not use my right hand or right arm at all. Can I ask what happened? Well, I fell off a roof. Right. Okay. And you were out for... I was, yeah, you know, I didn't even know who I was for a month. Yeah. And then, uh, but I do, I do remember going to therapy, and it was just like the simplest thing to just turn my hand right now. Yeah. That was a process. Wow. It was just a process. Every day of stretching, and, you know, these guys have no mercy. They just, like, put a big thing that just cranks on you. <laughs> right. It just cranks on you, right? And you say, okay, now crank it up. Let's sit there for 45 minutes. And you're like, oh, my God. I can't do this yeah. in 45 yeah. minutes. And you understand. Look, we you guys get a bad rap with that, that you have no mercy. But but you have to there, – there's certain things that you have to get accomplished to get him back to where he is now. If, if you walked in and met Bingo, you'd have no idea that this happened to him. Yeah, if you saw me plastering, you have no idea that I couldn't. Yeah. Well. How many years ago was that? About four or five years ago. Yeah. And and so when he says, "Look, you guys have no mercy," you laughed because you get that reputation. But you you have to do what you guys do to get them back to the job. Absolutely, and really, everybody's on the same page with that because they want to get back. I mean, it's it's not just a job; it's a passion for uh, a lot of these workers and an artistry to be able to do what they do. And you need that range and you need that strength to be able to do that. You know, one of the reasons that we're here today with my shows is is specifically because of the work that you guys do with with contractors and then. In 
in sports. And with my youth sports show and my high school sports show, it's a perfect fit for us in partnership between us. And I thank you and the guys from Athletico. If you can, uh, give the, the mic back over to John, and we're going to have Ryan join us on all the shows that we're doing today, specifically to talk about youth sports and then the high school sports. Ryan, by the way, I've got two pole vaulters. It's a football show. But I got two pole vaulters coming in from Brookfield East. They're single sport athletes. And we've had that conversation before. We'll talk to these guys because they pole vault year round, which I didn't know happens. I had no idea there's pole vaulting clubs. Did you? I, I did not know. No, I, I found that out two days ago. Well, so well, we'll look forward to it. You bet, Ryan. Thank you very much. Hey, Bingo, when, uh, when you do work, and, and especially with guys like John Miners from J&J Contractors, who's been in the business for a long time, and, and, and you feel comfortable enough with him that he's going he's gonna to work with you to teach some of the classes that, that, that you do. Um, it's good to have a guy who's been in the, build, in the business as long as he has. It is, yeah. And he talks about he's got three project managers, but they're all go to John. I mean, that's what they do. Everybody there goes to John. I mean, I'm, I'm, even me, I'm, I go to John for answers and things, and that's why I'm, he's teaching our whole project management class because he just his knowledge is of how to run a job and how to do that. It's, he's got stories that, you know, we got to curb the stories a little bit, but otherwise, <laughs> you know those farm really boys. You know those farm boys from East Troy. Well, you got I mean, to curb those know, stories. But he's, he's a farmer, but he has all his fingers. Yeah, he, well, that one's fake, but the others look, <laughs> look really good. Hey, John, what part of the home for you are you most comfortable, and do you like working in the most? You know, when I ask that question, people are like, ah, but there's normally one room, whether it's the bath or it's the the kitchen or it's the living space or it's the man cave that Bingo likes to talk about or the addition is there is there one part of the home that you say look this is really maybe where, where i like to be the most so i'm going to answer that in two ways sure. um, first of all the company we do dozens and dozens of kitchen and bathrooms so right. i would say that's the most that our company does sure and i've been called the addition guy so because i'm an old carpenter i love to build stuff okay and so yeah um, if there's ever a call for an addition i'm the guy who gets sent out you like going up or out both you do Okay. So, again, and um, I have this funny little thing. I'm too old now, but uh, no one should ever build anything but me. If I ever see a project going on, I right. drive by, I'm like, no, that was supposed to be me right. doing that. Right. You should have had me <laughs> doing that. Well, that's, again, that's that competitive thing from, from being uh, being a farm boy for as long as you were. Um, the, the materials that people are using now compared to what they were. Back in the day, there's so many more options with that as well. Do you, do you feel as though the materials have improved, or or do you feel like because you, you you like wood, right? I mean, that's kind of well, the wood is is deteriorated greatly. Ha, it has uh, it yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, because a tree used to be grown in 15 years, now it's grown in seven. Okay. So to try to find a decent straight stud is it's difficult for any of us. Um, so it used to be you could you could break open a bunk of two by fours and they were all just nice and straight. And right. You just go to work. Now you got to sort through them every time. Really, had no idea about that. I, I just figured that it was. Yeah, the you same. see a brand new. I know he's talking about. You see a brand new paddling. Oh, good. Right. You you take the band off and you look a couple hours later and like you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Half like of they're them. all twisted. Yeah. Oh, that's, you can make letters out of them. <laughs> that, does, that doesn't make uh, that that doesn't make any sense to me at all. Why that is, but it's because they they haven't let them mature enough. Well, the, genetically, they've got the trees to mature in seven years. In half the time, it used to be fifteen years to mature a tree. Therefore, the wood is not straight and true like it used to be, and has a lot more knots. 
Hey, when when people uh, talk to you about you know this this part, if we're going to redo our kitchen, but we want everything to be uh, energy efficient, um, that that again has changed over over the years. There's 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 good ways to to to, to make the room energy efficient, and then there you're going over the top with some of the stuff. That, am I am I right on that? So yes, um, we're talking about you know ventilation is very important, and the new uh, big word now is make up air. Okay. So if you, a lot of these fans you put in for your stove, you know, in a big hood that's sucking out 400 CFM, right. guess what? There's not enough fresh air coming in. And that's the new, um, probably if that you're that person, you're going to have to add makeup air to your house um, because you're sucking so much out. How are you going to get fresh air in efficiently? Not not something that, that a, a, a consumer or, or a normal homeowner like me would even think about. Yeah, and you, wait. It's also going to be very dangerous because if it starts backdrafting through your, your hot water heater yeah. or your you know, furnace fireplace, I mean, that can be very dangerous. Hey, before we go to a break, and I've told this, but you haven't heard it. Um, so we had like, it wasn't bath fitter, so don't go crazy, but it was kind of, it wasn't the brand bath fitter, but it was one of those. Sure. In our bath and, and I would turn the shower on and get on, and I felt like I was stepping on a bubble. Sure. So I called Jason and said, hey, could you come over? And I, I don't know why this, what this is. Well, when he came over, I didn't turn the water on. I just stepped in the tub, and you heard squish, squish, and my I was like, oh, oh my God, I didn't, I, I didn't know, I never heard that before because the water was on, and he started laughing. He said, Hey, look, so the seal on this bath fitter has broken, so the water's getting in the tub that's underneath. We we got to we got to do something, and so they came over, J and J contractors. We redid our bath. Sure. And we, they redid it quickly. They did it in eight days because we have one bath in our house. Yeah. And I had to go to the, the WAC. Please stop saying that. We don't want people to know we did that in eight days. <laughs> well, no, they, they didn't redo the whole thing. They, they, the they made tub. some adjustments. Yeah, I'll tell you a, during the, the break. Phone, the phone lines are lighting up. I'll tell you during the break <laughs> how, how they did it. Yeah. Well, and they did it because Jason realized that I would go to the WAC to shower and get ready for work and, and – um, every day at the WAC, there's a guy named Naked Tan Man that walks around. Yeah, 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 I'll tell you about it. And uh, I said, Jason, I, I don't care DMI, what you do. DMI. Work overtime. I'll pay the overtime. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Will's laughing because he knows who I'm I talking know exactly. about. Yeah, I've I, been to these before. I know who you're talking about. This guy's something else, man. To the point that the people in my office started making up songs about Naked Tan Man. And I won't sing it on air. <laughs> yeah, but, but this is a family-friendly show. It is a family-friendly show. And we're going to get to a break, and I'll tell you more about it. But the, the work that they did... And that and and the 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 de- uh, attention to detail from J and J contractors, not because it was it was me, it would be because that's what you guys do. And I worked with I think Adam, and he said, "Look here, here's some things that we're going to do that you have to understand. If you ever want to sell the house and you didn't have this, you can't sell it. So let's just do it now. We're going to add a little bit, and here's here's what it's going to cost. But it's really important that you do it. And they also talked about the the grab bar." They said, look, we don't want to talk about your age, but you're getting older. And and if we're going to take this wall down, let's do this this aging in place thing. And Bingo and I get a chance to talk about that a lot. Um, they're the ones who brought that up to me, not me saying to them, can we do this? So I, I'm a big fan of J&J Contractors and John Miners and the things that he does there. J&J Contractors, LLC.com. We'll get you a break. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with big time Mike McGivern. Only on 1057 FM, The Fan. Email your question to live at 1057FMTheFan.com. Welcome back to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. We're live at Athletico Physical Therapy, 3077 North Mayfair Road. Get a chance, stop in and meet Ryan. He is uh, he is about the nicest guys you're going to meet, and uh, he's really smart. And they got bagels. And they got pay. They got food. That's right. <laughs> Why do we keep talking during the break when we could be over there having something to eat? My co-host this week is Bingo Emmons. He is from Creative Construction, Wisconsin. I want, I want to thank uh, Will Fuentes, who is our on-site promotion director, and he uh, makes us sound good. He doesn't make us look good, but he makes us sound good. And uh, this week's guest. John Miners from JJ Contractors, JJ Contractors LLC.com, or give Shannon a call, 414-423-9200. If you need a reference, you call me at the radio station. I'll, I'll give these guys a reference any day of the week. Hey, John, um, Bingo always wants to know why uh, man caves have gone away, and is there any chance they're coming back? <laughs> So bigger ones, no. No, it's you know a man cave is in the heart of all men. <laughs> is that it? What, what happened to them? Yeah, yeah but they're, they're not like they used to be. No, because like, it's it's a living space now, right? Yeah, yeah, for the grandkids and the yeah, kids. Yeah, and, well, absolutely. I my you know what my wife said when I we I was lucky enough to win at this really huge TV thing at work, and I said maybe we'll we'll uh, we'll put it upstairs and make that a man cave. She said the whole house is a man cave. Are you kidding me? How are you going to accomplish? How are you going to accomplish that? Again, J and J contractors. This time of year, um, fall and that winter coming. What what uh, what are you getting calls for the most? Well, uh, we're just finishing up the garage season. Okay. So you know everybody wants to thinking about getting their car put under and now the next one of course is finishing my lower level or basement sure and how far out are you guys i know everybody's busy if if you're looking to have something done in the spring of 2019 are you guys available for that yes so we're still booking february okay so if you were to come in and get signed up and get going we could get you started in february yeah what if somebody somebody just found out that they're going to be um hosting christmas and they wanted to just update their kitchen they wanted you know a new backsplash or uh, you know new cabinets or some grant uh, some countertop are you guys able to fit in smaller jobs rather than the full kitchen remodel before that so that's an absolute no. Okay. <laughs> and I hope Jason is listening I, I, unless because you're, he unless, often does this to uh, us. Hey, unless you're, unless you're me. You got it. Call Jason. Yeah. Call let Jason. Me, hold on. Let me get his cell number. You can call <laughs> Jason. You can call him direct at J&J Contractors. No, please. According to John Miners, the absolute answer is no. According to Jason, his final maybe. decision is always maybe. That's what I love about Jason, man. He is he's the best. If he can figure out how to get it done, and he will get it done. The other thing about J&J Contractors and uh, Jason, that they don't go out and tell people. They, they just do things quietly. But he does things behind the scenes as, as, a, as a nice man and a guy who has a great heart. Um, he's done some things recently. Um, that that I found out about that I, I think the world of him and your company that and it just put it to a different level. Well, there's and, things that you don't know that I know too. There's two contracts we just did, ones for an inner city church 
and one is for a veteran that uh, I've got two contracts, a job. They're not in process yet, but they're signed and ready to go that he's doing at cost. Yeah. And you know what? And it probably doesn't want – he doesn't want us patting him on the back for it because he just that, – that's what his heart is and that's who he is. And that's who his father raised. You know what? We've been blessed. Now you give back. And uh, that, that's – I just like that part about him because he's a good guy. Again, uh, J&J Contractors, he's John Miners. And you can go to JJContractorsLLC.com. Bingo, the uh, the the, um, the classes that he's going to be teaching and helping you with. What, what he's teaching them right now on Wednesday nights. What what class is it? Project management. And you certified si- model project ma- management. You, you sit in. He's soloing now. Yeah, he's, you're, he's, you're, he's not soloing the, you're not in the back taking notes. Yeah, I gave. Yeah, he has keys to the area office and everything. You really, man? You're a big shot. Wow. Yeah. How many people in the class? Well, I don't know. Half a dozen. What's interesting, when I have those guys come in and after they get through the class, they walk in, some of them, for, if they're taking the class for the first time, thinking, well, I've been in this business 20 years. I know what I need to know. I know all this. And then they realize, holy cow, there's a lot of stuff here that I'm going to actually have to you know, spend time studying, get a little group together and do a study group. And it's interesting because how nervous they are after they take the test. And these are guys that are kind women. Tracy Grosspeach, who is, you know, A, B, and K, and she's like, I I was so nervous to get my aunt. Did I pass? Did I not pass? And she said, I felt good about taking the test, but I didn't realize how much work it is. You guys aren't handing out these certificates. No, they're tough. And uh, actually, the guy that's got 30 years' experience is the one who's most vulnerable to be in trouble because he thinks I know it all. But you will not, if you go into the test with that attitude, you'll not pass. You have to study. How much um, work did you have to do before you were comfortable teaching the class? Did you have to do a lot of prep work with Bingo to say, okay, now I'm ready? Well, Bingo has has done it so much. He's memorized everything. Right. So he's the ultimate teacher. And um, so even when I'm teaching the classes now, he still pipes in and says, hey, what about this? What about that? Which is great. Sure. I have that. Are you enjoying doing that? Yeah, I do. Um, sometimes it's a little tiring every Wednesday night. Right. Um, but just uh, it actually happened in the last class, and then I got an email, and uh, one of the young men says, you know, I just appreciate so much what you do for us. That's that, awesome. That's fulfilling. Yeah, I think that's really fulfilling. Again, he is John Miners, J&J Contractors, 5213 West Loomis Road in uh, Greendale, but they certainly, you guys go to Racine, Kenosha, to... Sheboygan to, right? I'll try to stay a little closer, please. A little closer. Hey, Jason, if you're listening, John said he'd like to get to Kenosha and to Manitowoc. If you could send him, send him there. Bingo, it's good to see yeah, you again. Yeah, I don't think Jason has a nerve to send him another quick kitchen. I, I'll bet you a dollar. Jason, win me that dollar. John Miners, J.J. Contractors. Again, JJContractorsLLC.com. John, it's great to meet you. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, come back again, all right? All right. Yeah, I got you. a lot of questions we didn't ask. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.